0: So Johnny, um, a, very, a very special guest on the programme today, and she is sat right next to you. Who is this lady? This is Emily Squires, Dorothy Squires'
1: niece, and Joyce Golding's daughter, who is a variety artist.
0: Now that's the thing, isn't it? Because you come from a family—not just your auntie, but the whole family were involved in show business in one way, shape, or form.
1: Yes, Auntie Reen was the fairy in Panto. That's <laughs> Dorothy's sister. Right. <laughs> and uh, my dad did some extra work, rough riding. He uh, double for Derek Farr in uh, the 40s in a movie called Diamond City. Right. M- mum was a singer. She started in Ensa. And her sister, when she was 19, went in the sh- into show business and nicked Mum's act, but not for very long, though. <laughs>
0: As someone said, uh, plagiarism begins at home, isn't it? So if you're gonna if you're gonna find an act nicked it off somebody you, you know and the, and that you love, um, so your y- your your dad, a little bit about your dad. Then rough riding, um, because it, was it from a family of 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 show people that the family came from?
1: Uh, Dorothy allegedly came from gypsy stock and show showground people, fairground people. Yeah. Her, her great her grandfather owned a coconut shy. And I always wondered when we went to fairs why she went made a beeline for the coconuts. And she never aimed at the coconut itself. She aimed at the stick beneath it because that's what, if you have to hear, it's not the coconut itself. And then the coconut would come out of the little container that it was in. So she knew all the tricks.
0: <laughs> she knew all the tricks. Well, that, that's the thing about her. Dorothy seemed to know all the tricks. Now then, uh, about your mum, because your mum, well, you lost your dad fairly Early in your yeah,
1: Dad was in the war. He was in Burma for the duration, and I think personally that the malaria he got damaged his kidneys. Mm. Um, So in about 1955, he got nephritis and uremia, and he he just he died. He just whizzed away to nothing. Wow. Six foot four, but there was nothing of him, skin and bone in the end. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I was five. He was thirty six.
2: And your mother was on tour and at uh, the same um, time?
1: Mum was, um the night that Dad died, she was singing with Vera Lynn and Vera Lynn asked her whether she wanted to go on. She said, well, somebody's got to pay the bills, which is what the case was really when Dad died. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
0: So, em- Emily, what sort of act did you, your mum do? What was your mum's
1: act? When my mum first started, she was singing. She had an operatic voice, so she was a soprano, but she had one of those freak voices where she could sing tenor and baritone so she impersonated hutch i think i wasn't around at that time but she impersonated hutch as well as other people too and she was a comedian as well yeah um but later on she teamed up with a guy called tony stewart who was a dancer and choreographer um he choreographed for Choreographed. 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 Sadler's Wells Bally, I think. Really? Once he also appeared, you saw him in. Um,
2: I saw him in The Boyfriend. And in the boyfriend I didn't design. know who he was in those days. But uh, uh, the thing is, though, see, Dorothy used to say, tell me that her mother, Joyce, was a very talented woman, but didn't have enough confidence in herself and shouldn't be doing a double. Actually, she should have been on her own doing it, which she did at the beginning.
1: Oh, yes, she did. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. she was very good people still remember when I talk about her. Yeah. Sometimes nowadays, I've got loads of programs with her in, so I'll probably put them on at um, Facebook variety thing at some point in time.
0: Oh, that'll be great because once you know, once it's gone,
1: because she played Panto, she was the Dame, She uh, one of the v- very few female Dames to play Panto.
0: Really, and and obviously Dot thought the world of her, her performance-wise, she thought thought she was pretty terrific.
1: Oh yes, he was always bigging her up. Yeah.
0: Well, she did pantos that Dot wrote, didn't she? Or...
1: Yeah, she was in I think two of Dorothy's pantos. The year that I was born, she was doing panto. All oh, right. Um, along with Roger, no, Roger wasn't there then. Um, no, with Tony. Tony wrote that panto, the one in Cluny.
2: Which was the one that? Um, uh, not was it Morgan Wise? No, it wasn't Morgan Wise. It was um, um, uh,
1: Leslie. Oh, Crowther. Crowther.
2: That was his first job, I think.
1: Yes, he was about seventeen years old.
0: Really? You'd, yeah, you'd, and he was start, in. it. he just started in the conversation, and Rod, he, Roger wasn't. What ro, wasn't there? Um, which Roger? Roger was,
1: did actually. Roger was in actually one of the pantos. No, not that early one, but he was in the pantos, and Mum used to do a duet with him, and she used to start used to start off in the wrong key, so he'd follow because he <laughs> he wasn't that particularly clever.
2: For those that don't know, Roger is Moore. Roger Moore.
0: Roger Moore. <laughs> Roger Moore, <laughs> Roger Moore. <laughs> Sorry, uh, uh, Uncle Roger. Uncle Roger. (laughs) Because that was your your family, nothing. Your mum, as you said, somebody had to pay the bills. So what happened to you? Where did you go?
1: Um, She didn't want to give me to any of uh, Dorothy's relatives. (laughs) Sorry, my mum didn't want to give me to Dorothy or her sister. Why is that? She didn't trust her. She didn't trust them. (laughs) And her own sisters were too young. Yeah. So um, I... Went to a convent, a boarding school in a, in a convent, which was interesting when I was five. Um, didn't I? Didn't like it very much. But I, once I was in there, I I, I, I made friends in there, yeah. and it was okay. But it wasn't the happiest places to be when your father's just died and your mother's disappeared. Yeah, not really understanding anything.
0: Wow. Me- yeah, I survived. Would you mum come back for, for holiday time or how, how would that work?
1: Not really. I, I spent um, my holidays with either my grandmother or in Dorothy's house in Bexley. I went to school in Dartford, which isn't very far away from Bexley. So I went there and brought some boarders back with me on numerous occasions, 24 of them in the pool. 24? <laughs> any, yes. any, nuns, any nuns? Yeah, a couple of nuns. Dorothy's language um, <laughs> normally is quite colourful, was quite colourful. Um, but she managed to get through the afternoon without um, elaborating. <laughs> I mean, what well, well, graphically?
0: It must have been so strange for suddenly. I mean, we, you know, they must have looked so glamorous coming to this this convent school in, in Dartmouth. I mean, it must have been bizarre, must not it? Well, they turned up to see you in a concert, didn't
1: they? Roger and Dorothy came to see me playing Humpty Dumpty. In- and the school concert at the end. And she'd sit in the front row making sort of comments or stage directions throughout the programme. <laughs> so, yeah. And um, she'd also turn up at the school sometimes in the powder blue Thunderbird, which, and a minko, which was... <laughs> <laughs> she didn't do I things by half. I didn't stop. really think about it, but it was only afterwards that I thought it was a bit ostentatious. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just a little bit, just a little and, <laughs> But going to stay with her, having having family, it sounds like she almost became, not, not your, your second mum, but she was definitely a, a big part of your growing up in that case.
1: yes, yeah, she was around a lot of the time and she was a bit like Auntie Mame. Um, as I said before, she was a bit unconventional. I mean, I was let to do what I, I liked most of the time. Um, nobody said you have to be in bed by a certain time or do this or do that. It was like I was treated like a grown-up. Mm. which I quite liked. Mm. Mm. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, you were at all the parties, were you?
1: Yeah. Um, no, the place was full sometimes. It was just teething with all the different people. Um, the ones that I remember, because uh, there were was, was several, the people like Jackie Trent, Tony Hatch, Patrick Cargill, Tony Osborne, the orchestra um, leader and composer, Um
2: Wilfred Bramble, was that
1: right? Wil- Wil- Wilfred Bramble, also Lionel Blair and Shirley Bassey, um, Diana Dawes. There was an afternoon, actually, party. I don't know why it was an afternoon, but there was Dorothy, Shirley Bassey and Diana Dawes each doing a song each, and I felt sorry because Diana went at the end of it and she didn't have the strongest voice out of the three of them. But she, she was lovely, actually. I knew Diana Dawes from when I was three years old, up until the time that she died. She'd often turn up at Dorothy's with, um, well, in the end, Alan Lake and her son, Jason. Wow. Um, Yeah.
2: I only ever met Diana Dawes once. It wasn't with Dot, though. I did a gig with her up in Bradford or something. She was doing a cabaret. She wasn't the greatest cabaret act. She looked beautiful, but that was about it.
1: I liked her. She was a nice person. I mean, I did hear stories in the early days um, about her and Dennis Hamilton, but um, I liked her.
0: Yeah. She she was nice. Yeah, I mean, tell us about Dot then, because Johnny and I have spoken to uh, about Dot a couple of times, and trying to get about the real person. You know, the insecurities and the and the the largeness of life in in her. What was she like in her quiet moments? W- was she always confident? Was she always that 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 show off star? Well, she'd
1: often say she was only a little fella.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was a phrase. What I'm, only, I'm
1: a little, only a little fella. Yeah but she she was just like an auntie when in the quiet moments and it was like not like she was my aunt she was like a friend mm-hmm. and i know this sounds ridiculous but when roger left i was 10 11 and i felt so sorry for her she, i felt her loneliness and i thought i wanted to be with her because she she needed me though she probably didn't need me but i just felt that i should be there so that i could listen to her it was quite odd really yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Roger, you, you mentioned Roger.
1: Sorry, Roger, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, what, what was he? Because he was quite a lot younger than, than her, wasn't he?
1: I have good feelings about Roger. What he did, things happen in life. Yeah. But um, he was always nice to me. It was um, It was quite irritating sometimes when he became very um, popular, when he did Ivanhoe. Mm-hmm. Actually, actually, I used to go training horse riding with him when I was little. Well, he was going over the jumps. So I was on his little pony down at the riding school at the bottom of the, the road. Um, but it was annoying when we used to go places like Blackheath for a fair. He'd get out the car. We'd walk to the middle of the fairground and stuff, and then people would notice him and sort of all come over wanting his autograph and stuff like that. So we had to go back home again. So it was mm. quite... Um, well, it interfered with my childhood and my so, fun.
2: <laughs> tell him that story about when you took all the kids, that Roger came to pick them up and went and get the ice cream. What's that? Well,
1: that, that was when they came to um, the mountain in Bexley, um, the 24 of them, after they'd had swimming, which she actually, she had to empty her knicker drawer because none of them had swimming costumes because they didn't know that they were going to come up there. So all these little sort of six to 13-year-olds wearing her knickers and jumping in and out of the pool. But afterwards, Roger went down the village and got ice cream for everyone and brought it back. And they all sat in the shade eating it. But, yeah, he was he was kind.
2: Mm. Yeah, I only met him the once, but I, he was the type of bloke that used to, he could make you feel important. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? He yeah. made you feel yeah. you were the only That's...
0: person there at the time. He he's Charlie Charm, really, wasn't
1: he? Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Was he always... Uncle Roger. Was he always gorgeous, Uncle Roger? Was he always, you know? Because
1: I, I, I never thought about him like like that. It was when when I went to school and people found out that Roger was my uncle. He, you know, it was all. Oh, aren't you lucky? You know, good looking, and I, I, you don't think about your family as good looking or or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Did I be- did actually hear them fighting actually towards the end, which wasn't nice. Right, Because I he was shouting at her and he wanted to go back to Yugoslavia where he met Luisa and she wanted to knife him and he it, it got a bit... Um, got a bit over the top. Right, over the top. Oh. And on, on other occasions he was playing the guitar to her badly, actually, mm. and trying to sing. Mm.
2: <laughs> I think the loveliest story, the Hilda, the, the um, Hilda was a secretary, told me once, after he left, he came back for some of his stuff. And and she could She could hear Dorothy stomping about upstairs. And all of a sudden, this case with all his clothes in came <laughs> flying through the window. It's him in the back of the neck. It was like one of these comedy shows. Bang! <laughs> now, get going. Two words that i expect. Yes, they said, push, push off, I said. <laughs> push off, yes.
1: But, but he was my hero, too, because I got chicken pots at the convent and he brought me back home in his Alpine Sunbeam. They carried me in from there, so... Oh my yeah, there were things that I just things that you just remember. I also remember him being a hypochondriac. Really, he cut he cut himself once while attempting to do some DIY. Yeah, and then came out of the shed with his hand covered in blood, screaming, "Get me a doctor! Get me a doctor!" They're
2: <laughs> all the same. The They're all the same. They're all the same. These
0: actors, They can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Oh yeah When he he left and the place did the place become a different home for yeah. you then?
1: It was it was quieter, but I think some of the family came back again.
2: Because it was always full of the family, but I what yeah. I remember. I mean
1: it it was a massive house. I was saying to John the other day, although in the end there was only three bedrooms that the family used. There was nine originally. The rest of them were all servants' quarters. Not that Dorothy had servants, but the house itself was built as such. It was a mansion, mm-hmm. so it had twenty-two rooms altogether, which was great for playing hide and seek as a child. <laughs> um, but yes, it 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 was enormous.
2: Yeah. I remember the parties because it was—you didn't know where you were sleeping in these parties. I remember Dorothy asking you to make a bed up for me once. Said, this is when she was how old were you then? Fourteen. Fourteen. I mean, I've known her since she's fourteen. Uh, you know, yeah. she was my girlfriend once, right. <laughs> and she's still my best pal.
0: Uh, isn't that Isn't that terrific though? Over the over the years, to have all can't get been, rid of him. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Tell me about it. Me about we it. met. We met on on air, and we haven't stopped
2: talking since. I know we I haven't know met, we amazing. haven't shaken hands yet. Yeah. I'm going to Swansea soon to yeah. talk to him in person.
1: All oh, right. <laughs> were you Were you tempted then to go into show business at all yourself, Emily? Was that I sang was- with Dorothy when I came to live with her. Um, she said, you've got a voice, you should be singing. I thought, well, she wants somebody with her. So I, I, did, I actually sang on the Palladium for three nights. People would give their eye teeth to do something like that. Um, and also around the country as well. And then um, Glasgow, Edinburgh, the Edinburgh Festival. Wow. And down here in Tito's
2: and you did um, what was the one in Porth called the the Stoneley Club? Yeah. All those big nightclubs that used to be about you know.
1: Yeah. But I'm I'm no singer. I can hold a tune, but I'm. What, it's not, what did you sing? No, the piano. What, what was your What was your material? Uh, I didn't sing many songs. I did send in the clowns, but we did a duet of um, Ebb Tide together. Wow.
2: She railroaded you basically. She
1: railroaded me. She she wanted me to sing that song that you don't like either. Bridge, Bridge Over Troubled Water. Yeah, yeah. I went, I'm not singing that. <laughs> <laughs> um were you were you close to when
0: the decline happened? I mean, I know you were there when the court cases happened. I've seen we've got lovely pictures of you going to court.
1: <laughs> I was um a witness in one of the um court cases she had um with against Weston Taylor. Um, How Love Turns Sour by Dorothy Squires. The, the interview was nothing like that. It was all about her new project of um, having an office up in town and having um, pluggers for her records and stuff like that. But they splashed this expose about her and Roger, which was nothing mm. um, like the interview. So I was a witness in that case, which she won. Mm. But later, I think they appealed. And-
2: so they yeah. But she had—I mean, she she was made a vexatious litigant. She in the had end.
1: thirty-three court cases and was deemed a vexatious <laughs> litigant in the end. Always no no, <laughs> laughing it's not funny.
0: No, but you know, she—I she, I mean, we talked about her lifestyle. You know, race
1: horses. Uh, yeah, she had about five or six racehorses. The the, the main ones were Esban and Norwegian Flag. Um, Norwegian Flag um, unfortunately died, or was well, he he had fell, to be put he to fall? sleep. Yeah. Um, I think Esban won the, Sc- the Welsh Grand National, the Sc- no, the Scottish Grand National. Yeah. Um, one of her horses. Yeah, she loved them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, she
1: wanted to have them as tax deductible, I remember, at one time, and they wouldn't allow her.
0: <laughs> it was worth a try. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, eventually they did catch up with her for lots of different reasons, and, and she lost it all.
1: Yeah. Not all of it, but the majority of it, Yes.
0: Do you know what I can't, I can't
2: I remember, and I think it's still strange to me to be, she was only, she hadn't paid some musicians or something. It was um, the Singers. The Singers, that's right, the backing singers on one of the shows. Uh, and the Fixer, I've forgotten her name now, can't remember, what was her name? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, she she said she owed her something piffling, like about 300 quid, and she refused to pay it. She was like that, she dig her heels in, no, they were booked as musicians, I'm not paying them that and they took her to court for that, and that's what started it all going wrong. Yeah. But she still had plenty. They took the house and they took... But I'm sure, because the house was being worth, what, million-odd
1: in oh, those easily, days? Easily, yeah, the one up Bray. Yeah. yeah.
2: So it was a real shame, because it was like a pack of cards then, everything going tumbling down.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, did, did you keep in touch with her during those those darker years as, as well,
1: Emily? Or, or did you... On and, on and, on and off. Hmm. Not, not all the time, because she... Became a recluse. Mm. Um, she wouldn't, she'd phone me, but she wouldn't give me a phone number or address where she was because we'd fallen out. We were often falling out. She was either throwing me out or I was walking out. Happened quite regularly.
2: What was the letter she sent you? You leave the words out.
1: <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. Um, when I, the last time I, um, I moved out, it was your washing machine misses you. Your flowers miss you. The Hoover misses you. In fact, we all F-ing miss you. Miss you. <laughs> oh
0: wow! That, I mean, it, yeah, she was.
2: All, she was always sorry for what she did. She'd have a, a row with you, but she the next minute she she'd make you a cup of tea. She never bore a grudge, did she? No, oh,
1: no, no. She um, she as I said, she was like Auntie Maine, but she could also be like Cruella De Vil. Right. Um. And it was those that were scary. She, she never frightened me, but she frightened a lot of people. I knew what she was like. Mm. Um, and sometimes I wished I was older so that I could have helped her more emotionally, but I didn't understand. Mm. I mean, every song, because she wrote 56 songs herself, but the majority of those songs were about Roger, really. The titles like um, Never Let Him Know, Find A Way Back Into His Heart, Where Can I Go?, and your flowers arrive too late, all yeah, of those. Yeah. She was just she she fell apart when Roger went. Mm-hmm. And it just ate away at her all the time. Mm.
0: And did, did other people take advantage of her as well? Because you know, she was so I mean she was such a big star. I suppose everybody wants a piece of you when you're that when you're that successful, that famous?
1: There were hangers on. Um, there were people that Wanted to use her for their own ends, but she's quite canny.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't.
2: Well, think... you wouldn't catch her. Yeah, she, she, she. You wouldn't
1: catch her. She'd soon find out about you.
2: Yeah, yeah. But there were there were the hangers on. the weren't around when when they when when in the end after she had the downfall. Where were they? They weren't to be found, were they?
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: people would be very close to her. You know, like a secretary and a, and a friend from um, San Italy who'd lived in the house. They wouldn't open the door to her. I mean, it was I couldn't believe it actually. Mm. That's when we lost touch with. her. I lost touch with her for about ten years. But so did you, didn't you?
1: It wasn't ten years. It it was a good while though. I mean, I was getting phone calls, but I oh, yeah. didn't I couldn't find her. Yeah.
0: What about your own life then, Emily? What 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 happened to you when you know when you when you
1: finally didn't go back for the washing machine or the flowers? Um, what 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 did you do? Well, my mother wasn't well, so she was having emotional problems. Mum was, so I I went home to Brighton. Um, and I, I gave up my flat in London because I had one in London as well as staying with Dorothy. And um, I came back home to look after mum and I thought, well, I'll make sure she's all right and I'll go back to London again. But I never did.
0: Yeah.
1: Her, her relationship fell apart, so I ended up staying there and uh, getting a job and just staying and just became a, a production manager, not in the business, uh, in a telecommunications company. Right. Um,
2: so, so you were a dental surgeon. Were you a dental nurse or something?
1: I worked for one of the pioneers of implantology and dentistry in London at one time. I did that for um, about ten years, being a dental nurse uh, and stuff like that. And she used to go
2: out with. She used to go with rock stars. She won't Shut tell up. you. She won't tell you who they are. <laughs>
1: well,
0: I know. Johnny, I know Johnny dude is one of them. Well,
2: it, it, <laughs> tell, tell her the story about because I about the club when I was doing the uh, the Beaverwood Club this club was near Dorothy's house and she wouldn't come and see me because she said they'd we'd been ba- she'd been banned. So tell us, tell him the story.
1: One Christmas Eve, there was a knock at the front door and it was Tom Jones and one of the Pretty Things, I think it was, but it was the Pretty Things. Yeah, there thing, was a
2: group called The Pretty, the things, pretty yeah.
1: things, one of them. So um, Dorothy and he and a few others decided that we'd go to the Beaverwood um, Country Club. But everybody was behaving really bad. Oh. <laughs> and really? we got banned. We got chucked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, when I
2: was doing is she wouldn't come and see me because she's banned. I can't go in there. She said, like, oh, me. "I couldn't
0: mean, believe it." I mean, it was. I mean, it was a remarkable time to be young and to be. Oh, absolutely! In London and in that in that circle, as you say. I mean, the the pop music thing, as well as Dorothy. She, I suppose, she was starting to be thought of as. Being you know that generation, but all that pop music happening, and you were you were young in the in the sixties. It was happening.
1: Oh yeah, I was I was what well, I'm seventy now. So yes, I was like in my teens and late teens. Um, so yeah, I was enjoying myself. The Guy I worked for in London, um, the dentist. Um, he didn't think I was going to turn up each morning for work because I was out partying most. I slept most of the weekend, but partied most of the week. And um, he thought I was going to die at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit of a wild child, I think. It's funny, yeah.
0: That, yeah, kids these days, you know, <laughs> they don't know, do they? They don't. <laughs> they have no idea. Um, uh, so that I am mean, just just thinking, you know, because obviously Johnny, Johnny's been a, a part of your life ever since. And it's funny that you've now got, you know, you, you don't live that far apart anymore, do you?
1: No, down the road. Down the road, isn't
0: <laughs> it? Lovely well, she lived in, in,
1: in. I live in. I lived in home.
2: Yeah. And when your mother died, you, you decided to come back to Wales, or your father's, the land of your father's?
1: Well, I, spend, I was spent time being English, so I'm now spending time being Welsh. Right. My father was born in Wales, yes. Yeah. Um, Incidentally, my dad was in, in the cavalry, um, the um, Blues and Royals. He rode in the coronation of George VI. And his, his mother, Emily, who I was named after, waited on the corner near Buckingham Palace for him to ride by. As he rode by, she fainted. <laughs> but yeah, he, And he also sat outside Buckingham Palace on a horse as well as the um, Blues and Royals. So, that's where he learned to ride.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Now that's how he got the game. Yeah, in the, in the- that's right, yeah. Um, you know, just looking at your, your mum and looking at your auntie, you know it was it was hard to be a woman in the industry in those days wasn't it? I mean it, they all those different well, pressures on them
1: yeah um i it was natural for me that it was just there and it happened it's only when you you take a look back at stuff you realize what they were like and what they had to put up with i mean dorothy in particular i mean well she, but
2: she she was tough though she had to be, I suppose didn't yeah she?
1: Mum wasn't mum was tough, but she wasn't as tough as Dorothy. She wouldn't fight for herself, she'd rather well she she married again, and we we had a pub in Brighton mm. um so she, she carried on working until about the nineteen sixty, which I didn't realize mm. she was films. very
2: funny, her mother. she was the right character. Yeah. Uh, up until the end. She was 90, wasn't she, when
1: she died? Yeah, she died 90. I kept saying to her from the age of 60, you've got to go at least, you're not going until you're 90. So each year she'd say, I'm feeling so I'm going, No, you're not. You're going to go when you're 90. At the beginning of the year that she died, she said to me, I don't think I can make it. I said, you've got to get to July when her <laughs> birthday, her 90th birthday was. So she made it possible. She said, I don't think I can do it to the end of the year. And she died on Christmas Christmas Eve. Yeah, that I mean. year, but she lived till she was 90. Well done.
2: Well- they were tough like you say, Mal, they were tough. They had to be tough, the ladies. Yeah. I mean, I remember Dot coming on once. I was at Bexley and she, she'd been in the West End plugging a record and going around the BBC and uh, being out all day, slapping around doing this. And she came in and she took her shoes off and she stood in the, in the little um, library and she says to me, Jimmy Young won't play my records and have Doreen Davis, I've had enough of her. I'm in the show. Ch- Why can't I be? A-? And in the middle of it, she went, oh, I don't care, John, but I'm only a little fella. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and
2: all of a sudden she was like vulnerable. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I was a record plugger for a while working for her. You were. So, yeah, so people like Doreen Davis. Yeah. And I, I became, um, uh, oh, I don't know the word to use, Jimmy Savile. Oh, tell he, it. Oh. I, I went to Radio Luxembourg, which was in London, um, to plug a record. And long story short, he invited me to sit on his lap and then go out for a meal with him that night. And I was like, no, no, thank you very much. My boyfriend wouldn't like it very much. Mm. Anyway, that night, Dorothy was in Pi Studios yeah, and round the corner was a Chinese restaurant, and we went in there. And I told Dorothy what happened. <laughs> and he was sitting alone having a Chinese meal. Who was Savile? Savile was. So I went, don't, don't do anything. Anyway, she went over to him and she she whispered in his ear. Well, I can't, I cannot say what she whispered. She came back and told me, but it didn't bother me ever again. <laughs>
0: <Good> <laughs> me. Well, there we are. She, she was. She obviously loved you a great deal, didn't she? <laughs> she loved you a great.
1: Deal. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, it's been lovely to talk to you. I, again, you know, when we have these conversations, it's almost like we're just scratching the surface, Johnny, isn't it? It's like we just yeah. We just get into the, the beginning. This, this is an incredible story, Emily. And I, as I keep on telling Johnny, we need to write these down. We need to save these stories before. I tell her well, she I, should I, she should do a biography. She won't do it.
1: Yes, I will. I will. I will. But I'm I'm trying to dropping myself in it most of the time.
2: Because <laughs> why? Because you're a naughty girl when you're yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I want to know you who
0: the to... pop stars were, who the rock <laughs> no. were.
2: You, you no, know no, he was. They had a number no, one
0: record. No, no, John, I'm John? not going to say who it is. Oh, oh, no, absolutely. Lots of people had number one records. <laughs> it was a group. Which, it was were one of the groups. You said it off. No, they don't. there's hundreds of groups. <laughs> done lots, lots of groups in the 60s who had number one hits. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it was one of those. About the case. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and Dorothy didn't like it.
1: <laughs> Will <What laughs> <are> you? <laughs> I'll your out, okay? Emily, Emily,
0: you, Emily can trust us with your stories, they won't go any further, will they, Johnny? Should have stuck with me, Em. I told you. <laughs> All right, well, look, lovely to speak to the both of you. So, uh, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from her, and it's goodbye,
1: goodbye from, from me and
0: you guys. From, uh, <laughs>